Here's what's coming up on today's show. Making a plan coming up for that, build that into your budget. If it's 10 grand a year, 15 grand a year for really big vacations, then build that into your plan. But you need to have an idea of what you're going to do and how much you're going to spend. Welcome to the Perfect Game Retirement Podcast with former professional baseball player and now financial coach at Black Oak Asset Management, Ryan Ledman. This show will help you make the right financial decisions so you can pitch a perfect game in retirement. Here's the windup and the delivery. Well, welcome into Perfect Game Retirement. I've been George alongside Ryan Ledden. We're counting down the days to retirement. What should you be doing? in those days, months, and even years leading up to retirement. I know a lot of people, Ryan, probably just want to say, hey, I just want to make sure I'm covering all my bases here. What what can I actually be doing? What should I be paying attention to? And I think after today's show, they'll get a, get a little better understanding of just kind of the bigger things that need to be taken care of. Yeah, this I mean, this is kind of in our wheelhouse, really, is the, the pre-retiree. Obviously, once they're pre-retirees, then they become retirees. But it just seems, and I don't know if what's going on in the market lately, and I don't know. It, it, a lot of people have been wanting to do a lot more planning. Those who are in their fifties, kind of seeing what the next ten years. And, and again, I don't know if it's this pullback in the market. Like, oh my gosh, am I doing the right things? Anyway, so I don't know if it's a trend or what, but uh, yeah, definitely a lot of a lot of things to take into consideration uh, before you kind of pull the trigger on that retirement. Very good. So we'll go down through that list today. Got a couple of getting to know you questions for Ryan a little bit later on as well. But again, you can find everything online at blackoakam.com. You can schedule your retirement coach 360 session online now. If you want to do that, make sure you're in good shape for retirement. You can always call Ryan as well at 470-508-0508. Everything else good, Ryan, with you and the family right now? Yeah. Um, we were kind of talking pre-show that as the recording of this, we're we're in May from the recording standpoint, and it gets uh, May is probably busier than December when it comes to school activities and after school activities, and yeah, a lot of cool things going on. My daughter made the middle school softball team, so that was kind of nice. cool. Um, so anyway, it's 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 a good time, uh, but yeah, you definitely are, feel like you're spread a little bit thin. But vacation is on the horizon. <laughs> Where y'all going? Anywhere fun? Well, one is one is sports related, which okay. that was my life as a kid. Yep. We always went to the beach in Florida. It was because we had a tournament. Um, so <laughs> one of our trips, yes, is Panama City. We got inv- invited to a tournament uh, for my daughter's team. Uh, we're going to Colorado where my uh, wife's brother-in-law lives. He lives in Beaver Creek, kind of Vail nice, area. Yeah. yeah, so pretty cool place to go in the summer too. Obviously, everybody goes there during the winter. Yeah. But we're going out there. I got my CFP exam in July, and the next day we are flying to Denver for about 11 days. So I'm either going to be in a really good mood or a really <laughs> bad mood, depending on depending on what happens. So we'll uh, we'll see. So we're looking forward to the summer there. Yeah, a lot coming up. That sounds great. Uh, so should be a lot of fun. Glad I'm happy for you guys, and uh, looking forward to catching up with you after that CFP. Uh, exam, see how that goes. But I know you're I, don't know, I may be, I may be in hiding. <laughs> well, you'll be gone for ten days for sure. We'll see about after that. All right, uh, let's jump into our topic today. Uh, what to do as you count down the days of retirement? Again, these are just kind of a list of priorities. This is not going to cover everything. Obviously, you, you know, you want to be with your working with your advisor to make sure you have, you know, all your eyes dotted and your your T's crossed. But these will be some things that I think that anybody can. If you're checking off these, you'll be in better shape for retirement when you get there. So, first things first. Um, not even money related, Ryan. Let's talk health. It's getting healthy and staying healthy. I think that's the first thing you can be focusing on heading into retirement. 
No doubt, because you start to see some of those chronic conditions and illnesses start to take place in your 50s. Not everybody, but you do start to see that trend. And again, I've used my mom as an example before. She got sick in her late 40s, actually mid 40s, which is kind of scary because I'm in my mid 40s right now. But she was first diagnosed, battled it for a while, and then passed away at the age of 57. So a lot of it's lifestyle habits, things that we do our whole lives leading up to this point. And then you start to see some of these lifestyle things, not always lifestyle, but you do see lifestyle start to catch up, whether it's lack of exercise, diet, any bad addictive habits that we have out there, hopefully not too many, but there, you do start to see it wear and tear on uh, the body um, internally. And this is where getting healthy and staying healthy because it, it makes retirement a whole lot more expensive. If you are not healthy and we just had a webinar on long term care, what that actually means, Um, everybody associates long term care insurance with long term care. But we wanted to break out what those what that actually means and then the cost of those things. Well, from a healthy standpoint, you can prevent a lot of that and doesn't guarantee anything because there's mental illness and, you know, Alzheimer's, dementia that, you know, there's some things maybe you can do, but you're. That's just, you're going to get it. If you get it, you're going to get it. And it's a, it's a long duration of a disease. Studies show that in about eight to 10 years, you can live with Alzheimer's. And that's, that's tough, but that's a lot of care and a lot of costs that's needed. But if it's from a physical standpoint, trying to get, um, get ourselves healthy, and that way it makes retirement a whole lot less expensive because in retirement, it could easily be a quarter of a million, if not more, just to pay for healthcare needs in retirement. So let's go ahead and start getting those things in order from a health standpoint. That way we're not going to see the doctor quite as often um, for, uh, for illnesses or whatever it may be. But uh, try, to get, try to get our health in order is A, number one, because if you don't have your health, um, that can really zap uh, your retirement and, you know, potentially your, your longevity as well. Yeah, both of those can be hit by poor health. So that's that's the number one on our list. And these first few are all not really financial related. They kind of tie in, obviously, to our finances. They all have a an impact on them. But number two here is the same kind of uh, same kind of thing is you want to be thinking about how you're going to spend your free time. What, what do you plan to do with all that extra time you have now? How are you going to spend it? Because I know this is going to tie into how you plan for expenses and income and that sort of thing, Ryan. But just having a, an idea of, of what your goals are. Yes. And this is probably the number one thing that prevents people from retirement. Usually it's uh, the people that we work with. It's not usually a, a, a nest egg question or an income question. It's what are you going to do? And some people don't know. Uh, some people do have a calling, a passion, whatever it may be in retirement. But some people don't have that. And, and maybe, again, using personal experience, my dad lost his uh, his wife for, um, you know, before he right before he retired. So maybe all these things he had in his mind that he was planning to do, and that changed. That changed quickly and abruptly. So knowing what you're going to do, know what the, and most people travel is a big thing. I don't want to say that that's for everybody, but it's usually a big thing. So let's build that into your plan. But what do those travel plans look like? Because we can't travel all the time. Can't play golf all the time. You can't go hunting and fishing all the time. There's things you need to be doing. 
So I, I really like to press on people to see what are you going to do? And it's okay if in the beginning you say, I'm not doing anything. Great. You deserve it. <laughs> but that gets boring after a while. And what are you going to do? What are you going to volunteer or, you know, what kind of costs are incurred with some of these things you want to do? If it is play golf three times a week, great. What does that look like? Is it a membership? Is it a country club membership? Is it just paying for each round? So there's a lot of things that need to go into it. Travel can obviously be very expensive. It depends on how extravagant you get and you can drop a lot of money in a hurry. And if that's what you want to do, awesome. Um, traveling within the United States still can be expensive, but maybe less expensive instead of going internationally. But making a plan, coming up for that, build that into your budget. If it's 10 grand a year, 15 grand a year for really big vacations, then build that into your plan, but you need to have an idea of what you're going to do and how much you're going to spend. Yeah. And some for some people, it might be working more in retirement, right? That's so right. That's right. be thinking about a post-retirement career as you're counting down those days to retirement. Are you going to be working a little bit, not at all, or do you want to continue working for a while? This is a big thing to be thinking through. Yeah, that's um, a lot of people do that because they've had a passion that they've wanted to do for a long time, didn't know maybe how to monetize it. It, it, or at least make a career out of it, but they may want to do something. I've had plenty of retirees that go into photography. I've had one that's gone into woodworking. They've done that their whole life. They enjoyed it, just didn't really know, again, how to monetize it or take that plunge and to do it full time. Could they do it full time? So this gives them the ability to try something that maybe uh, they didn't really think they could do. Um, I have a we have an advisor coming on staff and by the recording of this, he will be officially retired, but he was in the education system for 30 years, superintendent of schools. And he's always wanted to do what we do. And he's now, he's going to be fully retired here shortly. And he's gotten into the business now because he's always wanted to do this, but it was a career he couldn't give up because a pension is a tough thing to give up. Not that he would have given up the pension, but it would lessen his pension if he left uh, early on. But he and I go to the same church. We taught Financial Peace University together. And that's kind of what, where the wheels started turning in his head. And fast forward four or five years later, he's he's going to be working as an advisor. Um, now, granted, he's, he's younger than most quote unquote retirees because you work in the school system. And then 30 years later, you're in your early 50s. Uh, so it's, it could be a, a different story for a lot of people. But this is something he's wanting to do. He's got a pension coming in, and so he doesn't have that huge amount of pressure to, to survive in this business. And, and any advisor knows what I'm talking about. Surviving is what you do in the beginning. So having that kind of twilight career, if you will, or just passion that you want to do, it, it could be something to offset some costs. Maybe you don't need to take out as much income from your nest egg. So there's a lot of things, a lot of passions that people have that they just want to do because they can now. Yeah, it's a great opportunity. So be thinking about that. All right, let's shift gears a little bit more towards the financial side of uh, the checklist here as you count down the days to retirement. There are, as we talked about before, some opportunities to maybe save more as you're getting closer to retirement, not only because you're earning more, but also because there are some opportunities there that you didn't have prior to your 50s. That's right. Uh, this, this is key. Uh, I always tell people in your 50s and even carrying over into your 60s, your saving ra savings rate is much more important than your rate of return. Yes, everybody wants a rate of return, but how much you sock away is hugely important during these two decades. 
because you know once you turn over the age of 50 most of you know this but if not there's called what they call catch-up contributions catch-up contributions are the additional amount that you can put above and beyond anyone else who is not over the age of 50. so your iras roth or traditional you can put an extra thousand dollars of whatever that limit is right now it's seven thousand dollars for anyone over the age of 50. And then same thing with retirement plans, whether it's uh, 401k, 403b, you can put an additional 6,500, which takes you to 27,000 in the year 2022. So you can put um, a decent amount more into these retirement accounts. So please take advantage of that if you can. So pay attention to that. And you can start the year you turn 50, even if you turn December 31st, you turn 50, well, you can do that extra contribution, that extra amount uh, each year. So definitely take advantage of that. You're probably not always, but probably making more money than you ever have. Yeah. Um, usually your income is shooting up, uh, hopefully, and, and you have capacity to be able to do that. And as you get older, hopefully those kids, if you have any, are getting off the payroll. So they're <laughs> out of college. You know, they found a job. They're on their own. They're not living in your basement. So you do have more, um, again, a lot more margin you should to to help uh, sock money away into those savings accounts. And if you're maxing all those retirement plans out, then go to a brokerage account. Brokerage account, there's no uh, there's no limit on how much you can put in those accounts. So that's a that's another area that you can save in that's outside of those retirement plans. And there's no limitations on how much you can put in those accounts. So there's no excuse. Oh, I'm maxing out my 401k. I can't put any more away. Or I can't do a Roth. I, you know, I make too much money. Okay, great. Then there's other ways to invest outside of the retirement plan. Yeah, I'll remind you too. go back to episode 56. We talk about the most important birthdays in retirement planning, and we kind of hit on this a little bit more in detail. Plus, it kind of fits into what we're talking about today. Some some important birthdays leading up to retirement and into retirement that you can be thinking about some opportunities that will come your way from a planning perspective. So again, check out episode 56 of the podcast. All right. Now you are a Dave Ramsey Smart Vester Pro. <laughs> so this number five on our checklist is probably right up your alley. And that's taking care of your debt as you head into retirement. Absolutely. I mean, that's it's an overhead cost that you won't have anymore if you can clean that up. Now, most people say they want their house paid off, be debt free, which that should be the goal. Um, what kind of habits are you creating to reach that goal? But retiring debt free, if you don't have that mortgage payment, that's your biggest overhead cost for for each person's budget. So if you've eliminated that, that just the the amount of money the the or the stress that you take off of your assets, even just the stress of you as a person, you own your home outright. But the stress of your nest egg, it takes a whole lot more stress off of that when you're not having to pull out your monthly mortgage as well. Again, some people are at that at that point where they can pay it off and that's okay. Uh, but hopefully it's at a manageable amount per month. It's not extending you way too much because, again, you're earning potential, potentially, if you're not doing a post-retirement career. But your earnings potential are, uh, once you retire, are, are over, are done. And so you have Social Security, you have pensions and whatever nest egg you have coming in. So uh, retiring debt-free, oh my gosh, it's it's the, the look on people's face and the, the freeing up of those 
uh, assets is is awesome. And to see people know they have their house paid off. Okay, I had a, I had a meeting last week and they have like a six year time horizon. They want to be done by this age. And if they keep doing what they're doing as far as paying extra mortgage payments, they'll be done. Mm-hmm. So if they're done with that, then they know they can retire with what they have. And so that's just, nice. that's an awesome feeling. So kudos to them. So yeah, if you can be debt free, especially consumer debt, get rid of the consumer debt and then try to attack that mortgage too. Yeah. Always, always a great feeling when you can get that debt paid off. That's right. All right. A couple more left uh, risk. So would you get closer to retirement? You need to be thinking about the risk in your portfolio because your things have changed since uh, earlier in your working career. The way you're investing back in your thirties has to be different than the way you're investing in your fifties. Sure. I mean, as you get older, yes, uh, those those adjustments need to be made. And yes, a lot of people, if they have been at a job for a long period of time, which is not everybody, but if you've been in a job for a long period of time, a lot of times those things aren't adjusted. You set it up, you pick the funds and somewhat forget about it. And then you wake up, it's 20, 30 years later and you're about to retire and you're still pretty, pretty high risk. I've seen that time and time again. Now, hopefully with the, the you know, the logins with the 401k plans, they've gotten more um, user friendly as far as telling people, hey, alert, alert, you're, you're probably way too risky for your age. But some people don't pay attention to that. But yeah, over time, you do need to scale back. Now, scaling back too much is a problem uh, because if you are in your late fifties, early sixties and want to retire, and if you're healthy, we, we still have maybe a 30 year runway uh, ahead of us and, and maybe even longer for some people. So those assets have to last. And if you are uh, too conservative, those conservative investments, at least right now, um, now they, they just don't yield or pay a whole lot from an income standpoint. Now, could that change? Yeah. Inflation's out of control. Uh, interest rates keep going up. And I, trust me, I pay attention to them because I'm building an office right now. And each each time the Fed opens their mouth, I'm like, oh, that's going to cost me money. But I get it. That's their job. They are charged with keeping inflation um, under control. And they're not right now. And, and so you see interest rates starting to shoot up. And that's just one of the other variables that are just, you know, adding to this volatility that's going on in the marketplace. But reducing your risk, yes, over time needs to happen. You want, and I've said it before, in retirement, you want consistent rate of returns, not average rate of return. There is a difference. Consistency is much better than average because average has more volatility, a wider range. And if you're continuing to pull income out right now during a downturn, then it's going to hurt your portfolio more. But if you have consistency, consistent rates of return, that's going to be easier to withdraw or draw down because it's reverse engineering when you start taking this money out. So reducing your risk, yes, is a definite, but maybe not as much as people think. Gotcha. All right. That's what I have on my list. Is there anything else you'd throw onto this, Ryan, that you'd encourage people to try to take care of heading into retirement? Really just knowing what your income number is. And I don't think... It's amazing how many people don't really put pen to paper on that. Like, okay, here's what our budget is right now. Here's some things that would fall off or stop once we stop working. And it's usually not as much as people think, at least in my experience, the people that I work with, if their income is X, they're not all of a sudden going to take a 40% haircut on their income. They're used to a certain way. Now, over time, can that adjust and come down? Sure. 
But when people initially retire, there's usually not this huge downturn of income that they are willing or wanting to live off of. So know your income number, what you need, and then know what income you have coming in. And again, a lot of people, social security planning is huge. That's that's something you don't need to take lightly and know what your claiming amount is and different strategies, especially if you are married, what kind of claiming strategies you have to maximize that income because it can be pretty significant. It, it can be a large portion of people's retirement income. And I know, again, there's, there's some question with Social Security, but for now, I tell clients, hey, just assume you're going to get it. And if they change it, then we'll make adjustments to it, especially those people in retirement. They're not going to adjust theirs. They're not going to change them. They're going to be grandfathered in. So know your income, know how much your nest egg and your Social Security and potential pension, what kind of income that creates and, and line it up. See if those what adjustments need to be made. Do you need to work a little longer? Do you need to save a little more? Or live on less? There's three solutions to an income problem. Most, most are a little bit painful, but there are solutions to each one of those um, scenarios. So know your income number and know how much your nest egg and Social Security and pension can yield you in retirement. Very good. If you want to schedule your Retirement Coach 360 session with Ryan, you can do so now online at blackoakam.com. Great way to go through this checklist. Make sure you have everything in order before you head into retirement. It's just the best way to kind of give yourself a little peace of mind, potentially, uh, as you head into there. You just never know how you're going to feel. So again, you can visit blackoakam.com. All right, let's head into a little getting to know you, Ryan. I got a good question. This is kind of a more of a would you rather question, I guess, if you've ever played that. Um, would you rather have only green lights for the rest of your life or never have to wait in line ever again? <laughs> well, with the city that I live in, I'm going to have to say green lights because <laughs> um, we are known for our traffic and it's frustrating. And I'm, I'm not traffic doesn't bother me as bad. It's getting caught by lights that drives me bananas. Uh, so it's one of those little triggers that I have that. I try to reason with a light, like, why did you just turn? You know, it's like there's, I have no control over that. So I think green lights, waiting in line, I don't love. I can do that. I mean, going to places like Disney World and all that. Yeah, it's just part of it. I guess I've gotten used to it. Good friend of mine hates, will not wait uh, for a restaurant will not wait in line. So I know this, my friend will definitely pick uh, never having to wait in line, but mine's a green light thing because there's so many here and it's just frustrating when you get caught by one. So green light for me. Yeah. I guess I would ask, can I, can I apply this never waiting in line to traffic? Like if I could, if I could clear <laughs> out the true. traffic lines, maybe that would, that would kind of kill two birds with one stone, but that applies. I like that. To I me like though, that. I'd go lines every time, Ryan, just because you just never know how long they're going to take. You could get into a yeah. line anywhere and it could be four people, but it could end up taking 30 minutes or three minutes, but the light, you know, is going to change every, <laughs> you know, true. whatever the cycle is. But I do, I do see it from your perspective driving in Atlanta Yes, um, knowing those green lights would be very helpful getting <laughs> yeah. around town. That's a good one. Right, I got one more for you. Now, I want you to take away, take off your, your planning hat on this, okay? Because okay? I know okay. the answer is going to be if you're looking at this from a financial advisor <laughs> perspective. But okay. which one appeals to you more, a really nice home or a really nice car? I would have to say a uh, really nice 
home. And yes, that is kind of a, an advisor response. <laughs> but the nice car, the, the, yeah, I like driving a nice car. Uh, I have three three paid for cars. One for one's my wife's, one is mine, and one is a 2004 Chevy Avalanche that I bought brand new. But I can't get rid of the thing. It is just beat up. It's got 220,000 miles on it, but it's my it's my bum around truck. It's my hey, if I got to get my oil change in one car, I got a I got a spare. So this thing is nothing glorious. Um, but, you know, we, we drive decent cars, but I, I think I hit that phase, you know, getting drafted out of high school. You're like, oh, I got to buy a nice car. And I did. And then, like, once the warranty would wear out, then I would literally go get another one. And I had no business, no business doing that because I'm a broke minor league baseball player. But I'm <laughs> in my 20s and I got to look like I'm really cool and have right. lots of money. So I, I think I got that out of my system. And I got so mad kind of looking back going, oh, my gosh, how many did I go through? before the age of like 26. That's that's stupid. So again, I appreciate nice cars, but a really nice home, that does not mean a big home. Uh, that just means a nice home because uh, a big home means you got to keep up with it. You got to clean it. And right. I got zero desire to do that. So <laughs> I, would, I would say nice home. That really has nothing to do with the uh, appreciating asset versus a depreciating asset. But um, the home, that's where I spend most of my time. So much rather have a nicer home than a nicer car. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I figure if you're talking about it from an investment standpoint, then that's a no-brainer, but um, <laughs> yeah, right. just by what you would enjoy more. All right, a new home. All right, very good. We'll close it out on that note, Ryan. Good stuff as always. Again, I want to encourage everyone to schedule their Retirement Coach 360 session online. If you have any questions for Ryan, if you want to go through this checklist, make sure everything's in order, or you want to start that planning process, blackoakam.com is the website. You can also call directly to Black Oak Asset Management at 470-508-0508. And again, subscribe to the show, please. We do, do appreciate that. Some great content we've done already. Already almost 60 episodes into the show. So a lot of good stuff to go back through. And we always appreciate you listening. Ryan, thanks for the time as always. We'll talk soon. Absolutely. The Perfect Game Retirement Podcast is brought to you by Black Oak Asset Management, serving the greater Atlanta area with offices in Alpharetta and Macon. The show is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Perfect Game Retirement to find us. You can also visit blackoakam.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Ryan Ledden, and to learn more about how to pitch a perfect game in retirement. Information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Please consult with a qualified professional before taking any action. Securities and registered investment advisory services offered through Silver Oak Securities, Inc., member FINRA SIPC, Black Oak Asset Management, and Silver Oak Securities, Inc. are not affiliated.